0: Hi, welcome to Not Another Marketing Podcast, where I'm talking to Augie Johnston, an ex YouTuber, former basketball player, and now the founder of video editing startup VidChop. So, we're talking about video marketing, video editing, and how to make it a lot easier. Thanks for downloading. Now, a few years ago, Mark Zuckerberg said that eventually the Facebook feed would be predominantly video. We're not far away from that, are we? Uh, Video is becoming more important every day for our marketing efforts. But, you know, it's really, really hard, isn't it? So in this episode, I'm talking to Augie Johnston. He's an ex-YouTuber, a former basketball player and the founder of video editing startup VidChops. Now, he offers up a huge amount of Tips and advice, lots of advice on how to plan and record and edit videos without it taking ages and ages. You can find Augie at vidchops.com. That's vidchops.com. Also on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course YouTube. You can check out all the links. In the show notes. Now, can I quickly mention that Not Another Marketing Podcast is totally ad free? I'd love it if you could give the pod a quick shout on social media, subscribe via your favorite podcast app, uh, check out all the links and more podcasts at jtid.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Now, the first thing I asked Augie was if video was becoming more important or as important as kind of text and images.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's already more important. You know, me personally, I I like to listen to a lot of podcasts like these and marketing, learn different marketing thing. And people are really, you know, promoting video as a way to grow your business. And I'm not just talking about content marketing. Hmm. Um, You could use video, you know, to run ads, right? Like you just said, in the advertising world and also on your website as a way to convert, you know, cold traffic into customers through a, you know, a video sales letter or something like that.
0: Why do you think this is? Why do you think video is kind of like taking over now?
1: Yeah, I think it's just because of the the actual, the type of media it is. I mean, you know, people connect with people and when they watch a video, you're able to connect with somebody and you can get your message across in video so much better than you can in an image or in text. And I mean, people buy on, on, on emotion. Right. Yeah. Emotional purchases. So with video, you can really like, um, you know, touch someone's emotion. And even like, you know, I've, I've watched a movie. This is not like an online video, but, you know, everyone's cried at least once during a movie. Right. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. it really can get you emotionally.
0: Yeah. I mean, do you think it helps with trust and authority as well? I'm sure it does.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. And especially um, if you're talking about content. Um, because if people are watching one video, then two video, then three video, then four video, you know, mm. by that point they kind of feel like they know you. It's built that trust. Um, and not only because they're seeing you face to face, but because you've most likely in these videos delivered value, right? You've you know yeah. either educated them or entertained them or, you know, whatever. So um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's huge nowadays.
0: So the big question is, should every business, do you think, be looking at creating more video? I mean, i I know a lot of the really big brands go, go big on it, don't they? I mean, you've got professional videographers, we've got voiceover guys, we've got all sorts going on, but for a smaller business, it's a little bit more difficult, but do you still, they sh- do you still think they should look for, to do more, more video content?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially the small guy, you know, I mean, mm that's one way to give yourself the competitive edge. If we're talking about content marketing, maybe posting YouTube videos and stuff like that, um, you know, you could be a small business and you could outrank uh, you know, a big larger corporation on YouTube which is the second largest search engine for a search term that your ideal customer is searching for. So I know that was kind of fast but imagine that your ideal client uh, you know, is on YouTube searching to solve a problem and you create a video and you get in front of them on on, at that exact same moment when they have that pain point when they're searching when they have that intent um then you can get in front of them over you know a a big company in your industry and it kind of helps level the playing field a little bit
0: yeah do do you think the playing field is more level on kind of like youtube searches than it is on main google searches
1: um yeah i mean i definitely would say that It's easier to rank on YouTube for a search term than it would be on Google these days. Um, Although YouTube is getting much more competitive, I mean, the first video I uploaded on YouTube was was back in 2009, and back then it was like a free for all, right? I mean, you could you could create spam videos, and as long as you had the keyword in the title, uh, you could probably get ranked. Nowadays, um, you know, the way to win on YouTube is just creating high quality videos that. People watch all the way through. It's called um, audience retention. Yeah. And if you are able to do that and create a video where people watch it all the way through, um, you're much more likely to get ranked for that search term. Or, um, you know, YouTube is also a discovery platform. So people go on there, they land on that homepage, or maybe they watch a video, and then YouTube's algorithm will recommend them the next video. And if you create a good video. Then YouTube will start recommending your video out to to people um, that maybe watched a a video, a different video from a different person, but in the same kind of niche. Then um, yeah, they can discover you that way as well.
0: Yeah, and I suppose the YouTube videos are also appearing in some of the actual Google search results as well, aren't they? So yeah,
1: yeah, you can definitely double dip in that way too. I mean, you know, Google Google owns YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So you know, they always favor. Um, in the search in the search results, um, YouTube videos as well.
0: So the big question, I suppose, how do we come up with topics for videos? How do we come up with ideas for videos, especially when we're talking around a, around a business, an organization?
1: Yeah, and you know the w- the way that I kind of preach this whole video marketing world and how to create videos and stuff is very similar to the old school marketing tactics of of copywriting, writing yeah. a you know a direct mail sales letter, um, and so. You know how do you how do you write a direct mail sales letter? How do you write an infomercial? How do you do any kind of marketing? Well, it always starts with the avatar. It always starts with your dream customer, right? So it's the yeah. same thing when coming up with video topics. You want to think about who is your dream customer, what are some of their pain points, their fears, what are their desires, and then from there it's pretty easy. You can just go onto YouTube, um, you know, type into the search bar. You know, for example. Um, I had a YouTube channel that I grew to about 20 million views, 200 thousand subscribers, and um, these were basketball training videos. Right. I had a whole basketball training business behind it where we sold products and all that stuff. And so my uh, my dream customers were like 16 year old boys that wanted to play basketball. Not not exactly an easy person to convert, right? You know, no credit card and that kind of. But anyways, um, you know. So what are they searching? Well, they might have just played a game and they might have missed the game winning shot. Wide open, so they're going to go on YouTube and they're going to search how to shoot a basketball or something like that. And so, anyways, if if you want like a little bit of technical way to do this, think think of a pain point from your dream customer. Go onto YouTube, type searching in how to, and then kind of start to finish that out. And you know, just like on Google, YouTube will um, have like I guess um, like autofill, right? Autofill answers, and they'll, they'll give you a list right there of things that you could you know try to rank for. Um, also, there's tools out there. One's called TubeBuddy. The other one's VidIQ. Um, these are specific tools for YouTube content creators uh, to find video topics and see you know, search volume, how sure. competitive they are. Um, so basically, that's what I would do. I would try to find out a, a few how-tos. I would use a tool like VidIQ. I would figure out um, if people that search term, how competitive it is, how the search volume, and if it's a fit, if it has decent volume, pretty low competition, then you might as well go for it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So so we're talking about kind of answering questions. We're not talking about creating a product video here. Like you you mentioned about your basketball gear and everything. You're not sort of like trying to sell kit and gear and balls and all sorts of things like that. You're not trying to do that directly. You're trying to say, Here's how to do this trick and in the background just you're using your gear, presumably, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's definitely one way to do it. Um, You know, with my basketball channel, I was able to grow my email list to about over 50,000 leads. So, you know, kind of the the best practice if you are a small business or even a marketer is just to include a call to action uh, at the end of your video. In every single one of my videos is about 300 videos. Um, At the end, I would say, hey, if you want a step-by-step plan, oh, a free workout that's going to help you improve your shooting, improve your ball handling, then click the link in the description or the link that's on the screen right now. Head over there, and your email, and I'll send that workout right over to you. So um, I used what's called a pretty link. It's like a just like a custom link that you can right. use inside of WordPress, um, and and so I was able to track all my clicks. And it, you know, it's it's been many many years now that um, number one that I ha- I've kind of left that YouTube channel. It's kind of like a dead channel now, and I can yeah. tell you more about that later. But um, anyways, I was able to drive over 100,000 clicks uh, through that link um, through those videos. And the, the best part about it is it's it's, it's evergreen, right? It's yeah, not yeah. like Instagram. Yeah, Th- those videos are there to stay. So we're continuing to get clicks on those. And um, 100,000 clicks is a lot, especially when this is warm traffic, right? These are people that have watched the entire video And at the very end, saw the call to action and clicked it and went over to the website. So, um, you know, I I did a lot of tests. We we ran Facebook ads to that squeeze page um, and we converted those Facebook ads at about 20% of the people that landed on that page entered their email. And through YouTube, we were getting around 45% conversion rate. On that page, which is pretty right. pretty yeah, high, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty good. Do you
0: think the longevity of a of a YouTube video is much better than Twitter? I think somebody told me a tweet lasts for seventeen minutes, and a, a Facebook post you get about two hours out of it. Do you think a YouTube video you get a lot more out of it?
1: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I yeah. mean, it's 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 a like I said, it's evergreen content piece. And the crazy thing about it is that you can have it. You can post a YouTube video that just does okay, whatever, whatever. And then you know, a year later, all of a sudden it spikes, and all of a sudden the YouTube algorithm is recommending it um, for whatever reason. Maybe there's maybe um, you know, for my example, basketball. Maybe I create a tutorial teaching a you know a move that Steph Curry does, who's an NBA player. And uh, you know, maybe Steph Curry goes to the NBA finals, and then all of a sudden people are searching up his name a lot on there, and now my video is getting more views. So it's it's it really is a machine, and uh, it's kind of like. If you want to be an NBA player, well, you're probably going to have to wake up at six a.m. and work out. You're probably going to have to do that for years and years and years. Yeah, and it's yeah. kind of like this; it's the same thing on YouTube. You know, you can't expect overnight success, but if you do put in the work and continue to upload and create good content, then you you know you will win in the end. So, so once you've decided on a on a topic,
0: uh, how would you actually go about sort of? planning it out would you would you storyboard a video would you script it and and work it like that
1: yeah there's a lot of different ways i would say you know some people are more comfortable scripting the entire thing and i think that's fine i think it's more work um but i think you could come up with a better end product and um like i said you know you want to keep people watching all the way through and then you want them to watch more of your videos that's kind of the way to do it so um, I wouldn't say there's anything wrong with scripting because you could really create like a, almost like a masterpiece. You could create a really, really good video. Um, the problem is it takes a lot of work, right, to script a video. Sure. So here's kind of like how I would recommend um, you create your videos. Yeah. So every like like I said before, right, this is all related to copywriting. There's nothing different. Creating yeah. a YouTube video is like writing a blog post. It's like writing a sales letter. So you got to think about the same way. What does every uh, sales letter start with? What does every blog post start with? A hook, yeah, right. So when you go to you know plan out your video, you know start with a hook, right? Something that's going to capture them. A question works well, you know, a, a, a fact, a surprising fact yeah, works yeah. well. Um, but hook them, and then from there, I would say create three bullet points, right? If this is an educational piece of content, then okay, three things you want them to know, and then from there you can just map out maybe three bullet points or maybe two bullet points under each of those main bullet points. So you got three bullet points, three topics, and then you got a few things you're going to talk about under each of those topics. Sure, and that's it, right? That's it, right there. That's that's the name of the game. Then you at the end you're going to want to include a call to action, uh, which sends people to your website or ask them to subscribe or watch another video, and that's it. Like I would say, don't overcomplicate it, and. Uh, and, you know, then you can just print out that piece of paper, put it right there under the camera. You got your bullet points. You got your hook that you probably do want to script because it's yeah. that important, you know. Sure. Um, and then hit that record button.
0: And do you think it's okay just to kind of like – I don't want to say wing it because you've obviously written down a, a list of bullet points that you want to cover. But but to kind of like do it off patter sort of thing instead yeah. of reading it off a piece of paper. Because I know I – know, I mean I'm terrible at it. I mean if I – you give me a script and I'll sound like I'm reading a script all the time.
1: Right. Yeah, no, I, I definitely have seen that before. Um, and as far as winging it goes, yeah, I think you can totally do that. Um, I would still encourage you to have a, a hook at the beginning because, yeah, like yeah. I said, it's super important. But um, you could definitely wing it. Uh, you know, a lot of my basketball videos, I would say the majority of them, I did wing it. You know, I had like yeah. a drill, a name of a drill written down. Uh, my wife was my camera woman. She would hit record and I would look down at my paper. I would say, oh, this you know, dribbling, ball handling mm. drill. And then I would just start getting into it. Um, the thing I would say is don't be afraid to make mistakes, right? Because sure. you can always cut out all the mistakes in the post. And, um, you know, kind of the way you want to do it is you want to, like, look into the camera, you want to know what you're going to say, and then you want to say it. And if you mess up, just stop, pause for yeah, a second, yeah. do it and you don't even need to re-say the whole thing, right? You can just, yeah, yeah. If, if, you, if you mess up at mid-sentence, just start mid sentence again and just get through it because the the biggest issue i see is a lot of people they they spend you know 5 hours recording their first video <laughs> yeah. the first time and then they get discouraged right but the truth of the matter is is that the first one could take you 5 hours the second one will take you 4 then it'll be 3 then it'll be yeah, 2 yeah. Yeah. then it'll be 1 and then you'll be recording like 3 videos in an hour and you'll be flying through it so do, it just takes practice.
0: Yeah, do you think you should rehearse it a little bit first? Do you think that's a good idea? Uh, I don't kind of like being a massive rehearsal. I mean, I mean, kind of like just run over in your head quickly what you're going to say, how you're going to say it, instead of just turning up almost blank.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, you want to sound confident, you want to, you know, on camera and stuff, and and you want to make sure that you kind of have your thoughts all collected. So, you know, the more practice, the better. But at the same time, don't let, like, rehearsing or scripting or anything, like, stop you from actually sure. hitting that record button.
0: Yeah, yeah. Does length matter? The length of the video matter, do you think?
1: You know, that's that's a big topic mm-hmm. uh, that you know, a lot of people debate on. But um, I would say the video needs to be as long as the video needs to be. Sure. Because... Honestly, the YouTube algorithm does favor longer videos because what you're trying to do is you're trying to get watch time, right? YouTube is a business that makes money off of ads. So they need people to stay on their platform as long as possible so they can show them as many ads as possible. So, you know, someone coming onto your channel and watching a 10-minute video all the way through, that's great. Okay, they watched it. You got 10 minutes of watch time on your channel. That video got, you know, its average view duration, which is the average time people watch it, went up a little bit. But there's nothing wrong with people coming on your channel and watching two 5-minute videos as well, right? Sure. That's that's just as good, if not better, because that starts to show YouTube that people are starting to what's called binge watch your videos a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um so that helps in the algorithm as well. Um so I would say the video needs to be just as long as it needs to be because uh, if, if the video is short and it ends, well, there's an opportunity for them to watch another video as well. So that's totally fine too.
0: Yeah. Do, does, do you think Google's algorithm kind of pushes forward the videos which they can make the most money on through the ads?
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I mean, maybe not the ones they can make the most money on, but definitely the ones where they can show the most ads. And, sure. And the reason I say that is because, um, you know, every – Type of video on YouTube shows different types of ads. Obviously, so yeah. if someone's watching um, a video about uh, financial advice, the ads that they're going to be shown on that video are going to be much different than the ads that are being shown to my audience of sixteen-year-old basketball players, right? Yeah. So YouTube will actually, um, you know, th- those ad spots for the financial ones are much more competitive than the ad spots are for for my basketball videos because. You know, it's just more high ticket. People are selling financial advice on those videos yeah, and sure. they're charging thousands of dollars. On my videos, people are selling, you know, fifty dollar basketballs, maybe. So um, yeah, the the amount of money that you're gonna make off those ads, because you do get YouTube does pay you for those ads, sure. um yeah, is a yeah. lot less depending on the type of content you create. And one example I like to give is um there's a YouTuber named Meet Kevin who um Gives out real estate advice, financial advice, yeah. stock market advice, and he shared an income report one time, and he made f- over five hundred thousand dollars in one month sure. just from the YouTube ads, which is insane. Yeah, yeah, you can, yeah, yeah, that is isn't insane. it is, Yeah, yeah,
0: it is, isn't it? Yeah, uh, you gotta, you gotta sort of like work the algorithm a little bit for that, haven't you? So, so, do you think if you're using YouTube? For discovery, for kind of like discovery for your products and your services, whatever it is you're selling, you reckon like a ten minute video would probably work better in discovery than a five minute video.
1: As long as the as long as it's high quality content, yeah, they they sure. do favor longer videos. Um, that's a known fact that the algorithm does favor that.
0: Right. So we're not talking about we're not we just we're not gonna like waffle and just try and get it to ten minutes. We're, we we got to try and build something. 10 minutes long, or something
1: that sort of length. Yeah, that, that's, just deliver that's value. Yeah, yeah. It's all about yeah. value, right? I mean, if you can deliver 10 minutes of value, well, wow, that's great. Then a lot, then five minutes of value. Yeah.
0: How do we make people watch the video all the way through? Because, I mean, I've seen folks. Uh, and I've been on the train and that, and I've been watching people using YouTube, social media and that, and like, it's, it's tap 15 seconds, tap the next one, 15, 20 seconds, the next one, the next one, the next one, the next one. And you know, nothing gets watched. Yeah. How how do you, how do you build something that, that, that it does get watched all the way through?
1: Yeah. I mean, like we said earlier, the hook is the main part for that. You got to hook them at the beginning. Um, and you know you can create open loops, like so in the content or in the copywriting world. Like you create an open loop, which basically, you know, explains something but doesn't kind of give the final point or kind of like leaves like an open-ended question in the in the viewer's mind. And then you can uh, answer that at the very end. So like a common one that you'll see on YouTube a lot is, um, maybe there's something some action that happens let's use like a fight for example yeah in your video there's a fight and obviously in the marketing world there's not gonna be a fight in your video (laughs) but you can you can you know you can use your words to create this as well um so you know at the very beginning of the video you show you know the lead up the anticipation and then right before anything happens boom what's up guys welcome to today's video you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. and uh, and that creates that open loop and uh you can close that loop at the end of your video and people will watch all the way through
0: yeah, do you think it's a good idea maybe to have lots of hooks? So you've got your big hook at the beginning, I'm thinking, right? So, so this is what the video is going to be, this is what you're going to learn, this is what you're going to find out. And then after the little first section, you maybe tease something that's happening later in the video. Would that would that help, do you think?
1: Yeah, definitely. Any time you can um, incorporate hooks at any point to keep people watching, definitely. Um, you know, other things too, right? Like um, a table of contents at the beginning, beginning of your video showing all the yeah. stuff that's going to be in your video. Hey, uh, you know little pop-ups at four minutes and 45 seconds, you know, you're going to learn how to make a million dollars or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's the name of the game is, is keeping people watching. And, and also um, I'll add click-through rate is also a very big part of the YouTube algorithm, which right. is kind of interesting, but um, creating good clickable titles and thumbnail images is, is huge. And you know, I've even heard some YouTubers say, that they spend more time creating the thumbnail than they do actually editing the video, right. which is it's crazy. That's how important that that click through rate is.
0: Right. So the thumbnail is kind of like that that thing you see when you do a search on YouTube. It's the oh, I don't know. It's the thumbnail, isn't it, which you actually see, and yeah. and that and it's that visual you think that is uh, attracting people to click on it. Not necessarily the title. It's the it's the the thumbnail.
1: Yeah. Well, they they work together, right? Yeah. I mean, like. Uh, the The title kind of like will explain what the video is, and the thumbnail should kind of create curiosity around that. Sure. And um, it's you know you can like I keep saying you can go back to old school marketing banner ads, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, it's just yeah, it's yeah. just a, it's just a banner ad. And the the crazy thing about YouTube is that the algorithm is so good at uh, suggesting videos to users and stuff is that you can get click through rate above ten percent. Like a 10% yeah. uh, click-through rate, which on banner ads is unheard of, right? I mean, that's like less than 1% of click-through rate normally on a banner ad. So that's pretty interesting that the YouTube algorithm can suggest videos to people in a way that you – know, or suggest the right videos to people so that, you know, you're getting a 10% click-through rate on your thumbnails. And one last thing on thumbnails is um, I've, I've heard of people who, you know, they have a YouTube channel. Maybe they have two, 300 videos, and – you know they're doing okay, and what they do is they go back and they change the titles, they change right. all the thumbnails of past sure. videos, and all of a sudden now their views are increasing. Those videos are finally getting views. Their click-through rate jumps. So it's just um, it's a tactical strategy right there to yeah.
0: To yeah, use. that's a good idea. That yeah. Um, let's move on to editing because oh man, editing video it's not easy, is it? I mean, editing audio is a doddle. That's why I do it. <laughs> um, uh, editing video is. Really time consuming, isn't it? Is there anything we can do to make it a little quicker and smoother?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, editing, it it does take time, especially Mm. in, you know, there's a learning curve there. So a lot of people are like, okay, I want to create, I want to create video content. Here we go. Let me learn how to get the camera set up. Let me learn how to talk on camera. Let me do all this. And they're like, oh, I finally got it recorded. And it's like, all right, now let me learn how to edit, which is, you know, just as much of a a challenging thing. So, you know, kind kind of my story is, like I said, I was, I was doing the YouTube thing for a while. I had a successful business. We made over six figures, um, with that business and I got burnt out and it's, it's actually yeah. pretty common. A lot of, a lot of people who create content end up getting burnt out because yeah. it's, it's, it's often, you know, it's often that you have to post. And, um, and so I started, you know, outsourcing my editing and, and doing that. And eventually I had kind of created like a little system to make it easier for me. And, um, that's, when I realized that I wanted to uh, create a business around this, and that's when I launched my most recent business, which is called Vid Um And we're a video editing service for YouTubers. Um, sure. So we're really in the mix. And um, if you're, you know, that's it's mostly for people that are already kind of successful in, in their business or yeah, in yeah. their content strategy, yeah. so they can afford to hire an editor. Um, yeah. But if you gotta do it yourself, I would just say, you know, you wanna come up with some sort of workflow, meaning when you record your footage you want an easy way to get it on your computer yeah you want an easy way to you want a, a video editing software that's easy to you so um if you're a beginner you're looking at software like filmora yeah camtasia yeah. um if you're a mac user there's a, a program called final cut pro it's actually the one that i prefer out of everything it's it's, it's a professional level video sure. editing yeah, software yeah. but it's um it's it's, it's a step down from what I would say is the industry standard with Adobe Premiere sure and uh, with with Final Cut Pro the reason I like it so much is if you are an Apple if you have an iMac or a MacBook Pro you can learn on iMovie right iMovie the probably another one very easy one yeah and you could learn on iMovie and the transition to Final Cut Pro is very easy I think they did that on purpose um, and so I would say yeah have an easy way to get it into your Final Cut Pro or your iMovie and then start by making cuts right so you have your all your footage laid out there on the timeline go through it and just focus on cuts so meaning just cut out all the all the mistakes cut out all the bad stuff get a full video ready to go right there and then from there you can add your your music you can add your titles um anything else you want to add motion graphics and that kind of stuff um and then the last thing that i'll mention is you need a decent computer because what a lot of people don't realize is they'll just bust yeah. out their laptop. They'll try yeah, to install yeah, yeah. some video editing software and they'll go to edit it and then it'll never render out or it'll just, it's all frustrating. It's very slow. Um, yeah, yeah. And so there, you know, there is, you do have to have a decent computer. We recommend eight gigabytes of RAM, um, a decent processor, i5 at least, um, and you should be good if you have that.
0: Yeah, I've, I've noticed myself that, that when I've recorded the old video video myself, and I've, like 10, 15, 20 minutes or something, and you're set to render it at the end. And it can take like an hour to render, like yeah. 15 minutes of video. So you go for a run, you, you go and to have, have dinner or something, and then come back and it's still going. It does take a time, doesn't it? It does take time.
1: Yeah, it does. And, you know, the computers are getting better and better. I mean, the, the new MacBook Pro just came out and has like the M1 chip and all that kind of stuff. And, I mean, those... Like if if you do end up getting um you know a, a Mac nowadays, if you get a yeah. newer Mac, you'll be totally fine. Like you'll sure. be able to render render out quickly.
0: Yeah. So I think the final bit is 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 should should every business do you think have a YouTube channel? Should should we be pump, pumping all this video instead of using our website as kind of like the hub for all our video? Should should we literally just every business YouTube channel? There you go.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, if you have a marketing department and you have a marketing guy, then Mm. why not, you know, have them create YouTube content? Yeah. Number one, it's awesome because it gives a face to your business. Right. I mean, if you are kinda like a faceless brand, then it gives you a face. And I mean if if you're paying money to hire a marketing director or, or whoever you have, then that's great. Now you have a face to your business. Now you're creating content. And and honestly, it's a, it's a lead generation machine, right? It's, yeah. it's a discovery platform. It's a search platform. So yes, I, I do think that um, every company should be releasing at minimum one YouTube video a week. And, and the beauty of it is with a little bit of planning ahead, you could just set up a camera one time, record four videos in two mm-hmm. hours yeah, and yeah. be good for the whole month, you sure. know, and, and and then the marketing guy uh, is done. He can send that over to an editor. The editor can do it. You have your social media manager that can post it. You can take that content. You can repurpose it, meaning you can create a Facebook version. That's you know maybe a one by one square video. You can create a LinkedIn version. You can create a um, Instagram version, and you can repurpose that video on other platforms where um, maybe you're you know you can grow an audience there, or just maybe you're, you have some followers there. Um, that you can turn into customers.
0: Yeah. Should we worry about quality too much? And when I mean quality, I don't mean the actual content of the video. I mean kind of like lighting and all that sort of thing. Should we worry too much about that? Or or are people okay with stuff that looks a little bit, you know, homemade?
1: Oh, yeah. No, th- nowadays um, homemade videos are totally fine if it looks a little yeah. homemade. I mean we have some clients of ours that we edit for who use their iPhone. Um, they release over 20 videos a month and they get over 2 million views a month. And this specific client sells like, uh, makeup and, um, has a whole business and, and she makes a killing, you know, she does, she does really well. Um, you know, she's more of like a solopreneur type, but, but, um, yeah, she, she does well. Um you know promoting your business through youtube
0: so it's it's more about the the content and, and less about the quality the the one thing i have noticed which i must admit gets on my nerves a little bit when when i watch youtube videos is the edits it's kind of like the chops you can tell every edit you can tell Every flipping edit, and it because your head's in one position, and then suddenly out of nowhere, it's in another position. Or there's no, <laughs> or there's no breaths. or the breaths are taken out of it, and and kind of like I know I'm old school, and I'm old, and, and like back in my day, we used to actually have when we we're editing audio, we we used to have um, files of breaths, so you could mm. actually add the breaths in, so yeah. you've got that normal, natural sounding. <sighs>
1: I know I'm going to say something, but the, mm-hmm.
0: the, is there a bit of a trend in YouTube videos to take all those breaths out?
1: Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you hit it on the head. It, it is a trend. It, it's right. a style. It's called jump cuts, right? right and so that's, I'm um, old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not saying that everybody likes jump cuts. I think yeah. the, the real professional editors they, or, or filmmakers, I should say, yeah, the, yeah. like real, they look they look down on that. But um, you know, YouTube is user generated content, sure. right? These are users. Yeah. These yeah. aren't. Filmmakers, sure. so it's all about, like we said, the simplicity and um, and you know using your phone, just busting out your phone. And like I said, our client, all the you know who gets two million views a month and does twenty videos, she uses her phone. I, I don't know if I mentioned that she uses her phone. Right. She has this, this great business with nothing but a phone. But when you do make your videos, you just want to make sure that you have the fundamentals down. So the fundamentals are, you know, decent lighting. You don't want the light to be hitting the camera, you want the light on the other side hitting you in the face. Sure. Um, You know, creating depth of field. So when you record your videos, you don't wanna have a a wall directly behind you. You wanna create some depth behind you. Yeah. Um, So that's another kind of fundamental. And then um, other than that, I would say just have good audio. A lot of people kind of neglect the audio. And um, if you're gonna be like up close to the camera, like let's say it's an iPhone, then then your audio will be fine. You don't even need a microphone or anything, but if you're gonna be a little bit away from the camera, you might wanna use a lav mic, a lavalier mic, or um, a shotgun mic, or whatever, but um, just take care of your lighting, create some depth of field, and have good audio, and you'll, you'll be able to create some, some great videos with an iPhone.
0: Brilliant, fantastic. Listen, I could talk for hours on this, I'm fascinated by it. Um, where yeah. can we find you? Where's your website, social media bits and pieces?
1: Yeah. So uh, our website is vidchops.com. And like I said, we're a flat rate video editing service and Mm -hmm. um, we have clients all across the board. We have agencies, we have um, YouTuber clients, anything that's online video we can help with. And also you can check out our Instagram. We're active there, um, at vidchops. Um, and that's V I D C H O P S vidchops
0: brilliant i'll leave links in the show notes everyone can just tap on
1: tap on those pretty quick awesome um, listen thanks for your time really appreciate it yeah no thanks i always love talking to little biz so thanks for having me on
0: thanks again to augie for his time uh, if you've enjoyed this episode then you can subscribe for more on apple Podcasts, spotify your favorite podcast player all you have to do is search for not another marketing podcast thanks for listening